Alright, welcome to another episode of Courtside Conference Podcast. As usual, I'm your host, Sam Scott. Right with me today, got the boss man, Derek. What's good, D? What's good, bro? How you doing? I'm straight, I'm straight. And got a special guest, my guy Noah from the TL. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, guys? How you doing, What's bro? Good, bro? <laughs> no, where you from? Where, um, where you from, bro? Uh, well... That that's a long story, but <laughs> so so I was born in Cambodia, and then I was adopted seven months old. I moved to Nantucket. I was adopted. My parents at the time were living at Nantucket. I uh, lived in Nantucket till I was four, and I've been living in Plymouth, Massachusetts, ever since. Oh, okay, true, true. So you at Mass? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that explains how you um a C's fan, though. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere. Oh, okay. So what year did you become a fan of just a fan of hoops in general? Um it's hard to, I don't remember the year exactly, but for me post I think I remember it being around the year probably two thousand seven, around the time Kevin Durant entered the league. Cause that's the one I kinda cited as like one of the reasons I started like really started to love basketball. Um so between him and then obviously, I think the Celtics won a title around that time as well. So like, just being a kid that I grew up watching sports in general, you know, you hear about these things. Like I watched them all, like Red Sox. You watched the Celtics, like at the time the Patriots, but you know things like that. Where, where, how old are you now? Like nineteen, twenty? I'm nineteen. I'm turning twenty 19. in a few months. Oh, uh, for sure, for sure. You start off young, so you know, you in a sports city yeah. pretty much. Yeah. All right, lucky you. Title town. <laughs> Title's high, ain't it? <laughs> oh man. So how old were you when you got to um, Plymouth? Uh, I was, I was four when we moved oh. to Plymouth. Yeah. Oh, true, true. So what was that like? Just growing um, up around sports, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. I grew up watching sports, playing sports, things like that. Well, are you a hooper? No, I. <laughs> I, I played like rec leagues and stuff, but like yeah. I was baseball, I was soccer growing up. Uh, middle school, in high school, at, at least the beginning of high school, it was like track and field, cross country. I I quit like really playing sports after my freshman year in the study. Like any like athletic activity was just for fun. At that after that, like pickup games, you know, running, staying safe, things like that. I uh, for sure ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So you enjoy covering like the NBA or you enjoy covering so you cover high school and the college and stuff. So which one is your like which one do um, you like um enjoy more? I think out of all of them, I enjoy covering the draft the most. The hype the NBA draft the most. Just because of how unpredictable it is. Uh, and knowing that no matter how much like you put into it, something can happen. Like when I was co- like you can watch somebody and then I think, okay, there's limitations here and there, and then he won't be something that you thought he would be. Mm-hmm. But then he'll get to the league, and then he'll just prove a bunch of those things, like, wrong. Like, it, like even if you see a bunch of things on tape, you know, anything could happen. Like, I, I always talk about, like, listen, nobody thought, like, Steph Curry would be the player he became, or Westbrook would be the player he became. You know, mm-hmm. Harden even. Like, nobody, I don't think people saw anything close to what Harden's become. So... Mm-hmm. You know, that's what makes it so fun is, you know, the idea that it's it's a I wouldn't call it a job necessarily, but it's definitely something that you can do 
where you don't have to be afraid of being wrong as long as you put in the work. Yeah. Oh, so, but you do, but you do got the guys who just hate being wrong for some strange oh, reason. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, those are the worst. And then they'll make up excuses for it too, which is even worse. I'm like, Nick Wright. Listen, you're going to be wrong. You're going to be Exactly. <laughs> oh, he's good. There's no real yeah. science, but it's, it's a crapshoot for like yeah. the most part. And, yeah. There's no. Yeah, and, and I like being right, but I like being right about like someone being good. Like I hate being right about being wrong about someone like not reaching the things I thought they could. Like, you know, I think James Wiseman's the perfect example of it this year. He mm-hmm. was somebody I watched a lot of from his high school to those three games in college, EYBL. And personally, I just didn't see it with him. You know, he was not someone I was I was super high on. Uh, but I, the thing is, like, I don't want to be right about being like not high on him. I want to be wrong so I can and want him to prove me wrong. Cause like I just want to see these guys succeed. Like at the end of the day, like these are what like 18, 19 year old kids that are just trying to make their dreams come true and reach the heights that they feel they wanted. And like, I want to see that happen. I don't want to see anyone fail. And that's what's sad when you do see those guys fail because you know yeah. that, like, that was their dream. Definitely yeah. I feel were you um were you how on PP? No. Draft, or did you like him at all? <laughs> I was that draft was something um that I I don't get mad at a lot of things. Like that draft made me mad. Cause the moment he drafted I found out they were gonna draft Naismith, I'm like, oh he's not playing a lot early on. Like he's just not he's not gonna play even if he should, but like I just thought that like they just drafted players. I guess Peyton Pritchard is somebody that has proved me wrong completely about yeah. like what he could be and he can he's contributed right away but other than that like Naismith it's been in spurts but like the guys who drafted after him that have you know contributed right away mm-hmm. and that's kind of frustrating I'm hoping for the best for him obviously but you know it's just tough it is <laughs> yeah you see him getting traded or staying I I don't know what you would trade him for because I don't know what, what teams would value him at. Right? No, no, I'm not not, no. not not just like individually, but of course like a package. In a package, I think a young, if you getting like a borderline all star, not like an all star mm. like an established, more like a borderline guy, like yeah. a, a slight step below what like Drew Holiday is or Mike Conley is, like guys like that. That's the kind of boy I believe you get moved for. If if you're doing him with like Grant and Romeo, like you're not gonna get as much as I think some people Celtics fans believe. Yeah. Um, like I saw someone throw like a deal. It was like, not, unless it was stud, which was, I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> what he's talking about, but like, if it wasn't like, I just think that like, Grant, Grant Williams, Robert Williams, um, I think they threw in Romeo. And uh, Aaron Naismith and that deal, I'm like, that's not going to get you as much as you guys think. Like, that's going to get you, like, maybe Gordon Hayward. And that might be a stretch. (laughs) Like, like, that's not going to get you Bradley Beal. Like, it's like the the James Harden thing. I'm like, listen, I I was pretty, like, neutral on that. Like, if we traded for him, we traded for him. If we didn't, we didn't. But, like, there's no way you're not going to give up Harden, not, not give up, not Harden, Jalen or Marcus no. to get him. Like, 
there was no way like one of one of those two, if not both of them, had to go in that deal because no one mm-hmm. they weren't going to take anyone else. No. Yeah. No, I I, I want to see the trade player exception for John oh. Collins. That should be interesting. That's what I want to see. That's possible. You know, I think he might be out tonight or game time decision tonight. Yeah, he has a concussion, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he picked yeah. it. I don't trust. Yeah. Which is good Somebody for us, but we're still going to lose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Already, man. Right, but before we get into the bad news, let's talk about something good though. <laughs> let's get into these. We got some um, get into the all stars. We got a, yeah, just a minute ago, Butcher got named as um, AD replacement. Right, we all saw that one coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. Should Butcher have got in over CP or no? If anyone he's gotten in over, it probably would have been Zion just because the, the Pelicans team vacuumed, but. I thought Zion was more than deserving. He's been insane. Yeah, Zion was crazy. Yeah. He had a big game. I thought he um I thought Tristan Thompson had him like strapped up to the second half of that yeah. game on um Sunday. <laughs> oh that's um. another man had almost like thirty points out the blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. man, but uh, we got some... <laughs> 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 we got some first time guys on I said Jalen, Zach Levine. Julius Randle and like said, um Zion. Mm-hmm. Crazy, year. Crazy year. <laughs> yeah. They all deserved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um yeah, I think anybody got snubbed? No. Not no. definitely not from the East. Mm-hmm. I think the only one was probably Bucky. Yeah. Yeah. In the West. <laughs> yeah. But even then it's like there was no one I thought that like that didn't deserve it on either team. I think that's fair. Yeah, because like in the United States, people starting to argue like Malcolm Brogdon. I'm like, man, get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm Brogdon and Chris Middleton. I was about to say Chris Middleton was one I heard too. Thank God, yeah. I was happy too. Yeah. I celebrated. <laughs> I, <posted laughs> <out of here. laughs> I always tweet. Oh, I, I I tweet something about like, like where's your life come to if you're standing Malcolm Brogdon and Chris Middleton? Like, you think about like. What's the point of like this yelling about these stats just for no one to care? Like no one right. cares about right. them, like, even though no matter how good they are. I'm like, and then they get mad about it. I'm like, they play in like Milwaukee and like Indiana. Like no one's really cared about anyone from Indiana since Paul George left. If we're being honest, with ourselves. and when that year of the Depot was on, one of my most improved. Mm-hmm. Like oh yeah, yeah. And then um, like. Unless your name's Giannis, you're not going to get a lot yeah. of recognition in Milwaukee. Definitely. So how we feel about these first, um, these four first timers? I think they all deserved it. Yeah. Um, I think that specifically with Levine and Vandal, it was like I don't think people saw it coming necessarily. Yeah. Um, because I think people thought Zach Levine was just going to put up the 25 he usually does, and then like it would just break most dudes. The Bulls aren't good. And he's just going to be someone as good as an empty stats guy. But his efficiency's been insane this year. That's he's crazy. Pretty, and he's averaging like almost 29. He's on pace if he keeps this up to probably potentially get to like 30 at some point. Yeah. And, you know, they're like, what, the eighth, the eighth seed right now? Because there's so many bad teams in the East right now mm-hmm. that have bad records that teams that usually would be like 10, 11 seeds are now potentially like, Anywhere between six and eight in the, yeah. in the east, so 
This thing is um, so weird this year. It is. <laughs> but uh, I didn't think Zach was um was actually that good of a scorer. I thought he was just like the high volume guy. Forgot mm-hmm. his points because he just to take like a thousand shots a night. Mm-hmm. He's actually like hyper efficient. I mean, I was having like a what like four like over forty five, forty six percent from the field. Yeah, and yeah. close to forty percent from three at this point. Yeah, and got the he's whole so package score from every level on the floor. Yeah, he's. Yeah, they they, I kind of want to see him out of Chicago now, just because like I have no idea what they're doing, so. And that's disappointing because they have like good players at the. Yeah. Him, Kobe, yeah. um, oh, Wendell, Kobe, somebody that. Did you see? Do you see those like? Did you see those totes with like? It's like the box of like the offensive contributions and like the defensive ones, and it's like that graph, and they Kobe's like in the bottom left of that. <laughs> <laughs> he's so hit or miss sometimes like some nights he'll have like a 30 piece right along with that then that's night he'll have like 11 points or something but it's funny because like I, I know a lot of Bulls fans so, like half of them think Kobe's like the future point guard and half of them is one gone I see that <laughs> <laughs> it's like it, it, it's I don't know what I feel about him like, like it's weird because like I think he's going to be solid but like I don't know if I'd take him over guys like Darius Garland or guys like Colin Sexton or guys like that. Like, I wouldn't put him in that oh. upper echelon of young guards necessarily. Like, mm-hmm. some people would. Um, no, he, he's, a, he's a solid player. He'll be, if, yeah. if nothing else, he'll be like a really good sits man for a while. I think that, that's what realistically he'll be. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I definitely think, like, if the Bulls are in position to get a point guard next year, they should probably do it. Like, there's like if yeah. one of those guys uh, are available, like a true point guard, because like they kind of need that next Zach. Yeah, and then move Kobe to the bench or mm-hmm. throw him in the package or anything. It's players different. Yeah. Then um, let's see, Julius Randle. I didn't think he get over. I didn't think he just selected over Bam or Sabonis. I'm glad he did though. Yeah. He's yeah. been really good. That's been great. My God, since UK is the only reason he's the um reason I became a fan actually. <laughs> <laughs> so I ain't never it's... watched uh, the team until I think his freshman season, well, his only season. Huh? <laughs> I seen him like manhandling like three guys his first game ever. But I watched like it's... what eighteen years old. Yeah, it was funny because like if you watch his like high school mixtape, he looks like a less athletic Zion Williams. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and he has like such like small arms for his size too. <laughs> He's like a wrecking ball, though. And he's trying, like, added some polish to his game and to slow it down. It's funny because I think last season was, like, the only, like, you kind of looked at him, like, okay, I can't – he's horrible because, like, he was. Like, he was just, like, I had no idea. Like, he put up the numbers, obviously, but, like, it wasn't that efficient for, like, a power forward. He was just kind of there. And it was just – he was put up numbers because no one else around him was good. And he was kind of – really, the only thing he was doing was – Hurting OJ Bird's development at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you uh, think yeah. that? Did you see this coming for him in New York? No, I thought because they drafted Obi Toppin, I thought like, oh, they're going to move on from Randall. And yeah. Move with Obi. Yeah. Now I, now that Randall's playing so well, like I don't know what you did with Obi Toppin. It's like, yeah. I don't think Obi Toppin's going to be close to like. That I think he can be solid, but like he's not going to be what Vandal is now. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't think he has uh, that. I have a friend who's a Knicks fan who hit me up like some weeks ago and was like, 
what do you do with Randall since you have Ovi? And I was like, what you mean? <laughs> he was like, well, since Randall, <laughs> he's like, Randall is playing so well and Ovi's not really getting the minutes. I was like, <laughs> I mean, I was like, yeah, but what do you do? Like, trade the guy because he's playing too well? <laughs> I was like, if Ovi's not good enough to I mean, like, get New York, on the floor, though. like, what are you going to do? <laughs> that doesn't make sense. It's the next <laughs> You know? Like... It's funny. I... I wasn't too high on Obi either. He was somebody that like I thought I always thought solid player, but like, I thought Zoom was like not exactly like a Marcus Moore's like style player, but kind of like that role where it's like yeah. thirteen points off the bench. So, like that's kind of right. the player I kind of envisioned him as. Like I never understood why you'd even consider him like top ten. Like, yeah. I thought it was like eleven to fifteen mains probably for him. Uh-huh. Uh I still think he's gonna be fine. I just think that because of the injury and like the weird start to the season, it's just tough. And like, it's hard to give him minutes when Vandal's playing as well as he is. Exactly. So, Especially if he's not he, really earning yeah, the minutes or justifying getting the minutes. You can't just right. throw the guy in there just because that's, yeah. like, that's just a bit of like a bad standard Yeah. for everybody, but, pretty much. <laughs> but they should be starting Emmanuel quickly, though. Like, yeah, that's my guy, too. Shout out quickly. <laughs> yeah, like, UK. They should be starting him. Like, he, he's better than. Alpha pay you need to, and I think you should start yeah. with it. If you well, you aren't even starting Rose at this point, but if they were, I, I would say start quickly over Rose as well. Is Rose starting? I don't think he is. I think he's Alpha. So? I think they're still starting Alpha Payton. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Christ! And then that's on uh, Zion. Yeah. That was well deserved. He's been absurd. I just don't think Zion, he can talk about it. To be that a person, you can't shoot a ba- and you don't really shoot the basketball that well. Like that's mm-hmm. uh, and there's no real spacing on that team either. Yeah, well, Lonzo's actually been a good three point shooter this year, oddly. Yeah, um, he was lighting up with yourself. Yeah, he was f- confident finally too. Yeah, it's funny because like I think. Like, I'm afraid to, like, tweet anything about him playing well. Because every time I've tweeted something, he'll play well. I'll tweet about it, and then, like, he'll go in a bad run. Like, I talked about, like, before. I made a whole video talking about, like, before the bubble started. Like, this is a guy that sells all-star potential. He's been amazing over these past few months. And then he gets to the bubble, and, like, he was just horrible. And then, I'm just afraid I'm going to jinx it. But, like, you know, the Pelicans are, besides, like, Zion and Ingram, in the small moments they give Kyle Lewis, they're, they're kind of hard to watch. Yeah. Like, I, I, I kind of wish they would give Kyle Lewis more minutes just because I think that having a guy that fast with those mm-hmm. assets they have could be fun. And Definitely. They need to get up and down the floor because, like I said, half court, they don't have a lot of spacing or shooting around them. Mm-hmm. So you got those athletic and young guys, you might as well pick the pace up and just run and gun all day. So I said that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Uh, did you think um did you going in, did you think Zion would get the nod over um Ingram? Ingram still having like roughly the same year as last year? I think so because I think Zion's been better. It's just because like he's on pace to be like I think they mentioned it like the first play like it's like him, Kevin Mc it was like Kevin McHale, like, I think it was like Shaquille O'Neal and Charles Barkley, like, the only players that was, like, 24 points to get on 60% field goal percentage. Um, there's another player that I think that did it, but I'm not going to mention him because 
he's kind of a piece of shit human being, but oh yeah, yeah, he's an example. But you know, I just think he's been he's been insane, and it's just so funny because like everyone was like everything was about him, that his rookie year, and then all of a sudden like he's not getting talked about like that, and he's even better now. Right. Um, and like they haven't bring the ball up, they haven't like like I that was something I started to notice like. They have him like bring the ball up and initiating the play. I'm like, okay, this is gonna be scary. <laughs> and then they like he's not afraid to like hit to take open threes. It's just like, you know, like those are just like things like once he puts all those things together, which I think he will eventually. Because if oh, he's confident enough to shoot him, like he's gonna get better at it. And once he does that, like, how are you gonna stop him? Like if he's hitting threes, if he's able to initiate plays, which I think he already is, because like, I just think he's such a smart basketball player. But, you know, we'll see with time. But, but like you said, he's a, he's, a, he's a really smart player, and he adapts, like, really mm-hmm. well to his scenes. Um, he's not the most, like, skilled, like, still, like, polished guy yeah. yet, clearly, but he still does, like, pretty much everything well to some extent. Yeah, I mean, to the point where in maybe like two years or so, when he finally does round out about at least two or three of those things he does, well, he's gotten to be even greater than he is now. He's still he's already like really good, and he's still yeah. what you would consider like raw mm-hmm. for um yeah. a player. It's 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 kind of like Giannis, but not really because I definitely think he's more disciplined than Giannis. Is. Yeah, he yeah. he and understands he's um well, like, basketball better than Giannis is yeah. like at this point in his career. Yeah. Which uh, which makes sense because Giannis is came from like Greece, like, mm-hmm. played in these low level leagues. With Zion's been playing like AU on our national TV since he was like 15, 16 years old. Yeah. Um, but it should be interesting. Um, you know, I, I with the also things though, it's always just like people talk about stumps, but they never talk about who they should replace. Like exactly. Like you see the Ben Stenner list. The what? Ben Stinner made a list of guys. Oh, yeah. It was like 30 <laughs> players. I'm like, you know, no, not everyone can make this. D'Angelo Russell. <laughs> he put Russell that, on it? Yeah, he did. Yes. Oh, yeah, of course he did. Okay. The D-Lo stand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then D-Lo in 2021 is crazy. Shout out D-Lo. <laughs> Notice about that. <laughs> <laughs> He's cool. Oh, and last but certainly not least, Argyle. Yeah, Jalen Brown. Well he's deserved, just made, well, he's made jumps. Yeah, he's made jumps that I don't think any of us kind of expected to. Like, I think I always thought he was gonna be good because I thought like you get him in the red system, he has to work at that. Obviously, you can see the raw talent in him. Hmm. I didn't think he would be able to do things he's done now. Like, if you told no. me like when he got drafted, he would be able to be like a twenty-five point, a twenty-five-five forward guy on like new sixty-two shooting percentage on like. A team that, when healthy and has good like roster construction, like a contender. Because like I definitely think like if Marcus Smart's healthy, like, no. and if and if this roster is a bit better around the Jason and Jalen with Marcus Smart they healthy, I think that they're probably one of the three best teams in the East right now. Two or yeah. eight and three to start the year. He was yeah. averaging him and Tatum was averaging like twenty six, twenty seven each. Yeah. So yeah. Tatum um got COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 
But yeah, I got to came up though. I remember um, seeing like just two years ago, everybody kind of wanted him off the team after that. I didn't understand um, that, man. Disaster season. <laughs> yeah, I didn't understand that, man. I mean, you you could understand like like the reason why his numbers fell back was because Hayward was there. Yeah, and, yeah, and he and came Brad, into the year hurt. Yeah, and then also Brad has just this thing of like not being able to rotate well. Um, so that was also part of it. But I mean, he was someone I never wanted to get rid of, man. Like everyone, especially when Kawhi Leonard. You remember when when Leonard was mm-hmm. available? Yeah. Oh my God. I had people hitting me up saying, "Oh yeah, you need you need to trade Jalen uh, and Marcus Smart for Kawhi Leonard." I said, "Why? <laughs> Why? Like Leonard would be able to walk like within like a year or two at that point. Like it made then, no sense to trade him." And then the Spurs would have just develop Jalen into the Kawhi, and then yeah, yeah he would have been, yeah. <laughs> been pissed. Like that made no sense. That's why I got a, um, a tweet from like last season when we played the Spurs. <laughs> it's um it's Jalen, Marcus, and Tatum um dapping up Pop after the game. <laughs> I was like popping the players he actually wanted to trade Kawhi for. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? He was so intent on not Pop was so stubborn with that. It was hilarious. Like, I love it. Yeah. It was yeah. like he was like, no, like, I won't take on these promising young players like Lonzo Ball and Brandon Ingram because I because I just don't want to send Kawhi to LA. I want to, I'm gonna send him to, I'm gonna trade for Demar Derozan who has been good this year, but like, yeah, you would rather have Ingram. You'd yeah, Derozan is actually a snub. Well, yeah. not a snub, but because no, it's just not enough spots, but you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but but it's very crazy. Why he um. Brad, he's on like last year, as I said, after coming back from the horrific season, mm-hmm. he got his extension. Mm-hmm. If people didn't think he deserved 100 M's at the time, <laughs> then he comes Everybody back and averages, <laughs> averages a 20 piece last year, yeah. or great efficiency as well, mm-hmm. uh, anything from like the second to fourth yeah. option, mm-hmm. just depending on who was in the lineup <laughs> last season. Yep. Right. yep. And yep. maintain those numbers. Exactly. Easily. As they maintained those numbers last year all the way from the regular season in the bubble and the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even like no matter how much his touches changed or anything like that, he's just the same player night in and night out, which is and, good to see. You can also argue that he's been like the most outside of obviously outside of smart, because we need Marcus Smart to come back. Um but he's arguably been one of the most efficient players that we've had on this team this season. Definitely. Yeah. And so, like, I I love I love I love what he his attitude. I love uh uh what he brings to this team. I he definitely to me he got snubbed last year. So I'm glad he yeah. this, this one this year because I really I actually had <laughs> I was already, I already had it made in my mind they're gonna snub him again. I, I just <laughs> it's gonna happen again, man. Like. So I'm glad for him. Definitely. Yeah. And no, uh, you said on one of your um, YouTube videos, he was the first player that you um, actually cover, right? Yeah, he was like the first one I ever like wrote a report, like evaluation on, and he was so vile coming out of like of college specifically. High school, he looked a bit more polished, but then again, he's going against high school kids. Yeah. Uh, and you know, he looked incredible. Like he dropped like it was like thirty and. 10 on like 
Ben Simmons in high school um, and things like that. But like when I, he was the first one and I, he kind of was always my favorite because like everyone was talking about Ingram. Everyone was talking about Simmons and Chris Dunn at the time. Cause Chris Dunn was like viewed as that number three guy. Bro, Chris um, Dunn. Yeah. <laughs> and it was oh, like Chris Dunn was like viewed as like, oh, he's the safest guy because he was a senior. He was always uh, uh, the passing and the defense. Um, I would take on Chris Dunn. I would say faster. <laughs> <yeah. laughs> um, no, but like everyone, but like I kind of always like, well, hey, I want them to draft anyone but Dragon Bender at the time. <laughs> I just didn't see it with him, but. I, I, there's only about Jalen because like it kind of just made the most sense because I thought like, well the Celtics had this third pick, there wasn't a big man that I really felt like we should have taken, at the time mm-hmm. at, at third, that was like viewed as that guy, mm-hmm. but when I was going to okay like point guard like we have Isaiah Thomas and we couldn't like see what would happen with him with the injuries and stuff and he was like he was an all star, so you weren't gonna try to get a guy to replace him. Uh, you'll get the student guard. It's like, and then you'll get student guard small forward, which is what Jalen profiled as more small forward at the time. But it's like the, Jay, Jay Crowder and Avery Bradley are probably the two most expendable guys in the starting lineup yeah. that, that had players that were in that range of the third pick that you could have taken. Mm-hmm. So, like, Jalen just made the most sense. It was either Jalen or Jamal Murray. Like, I wanted either. Yeah. One. So, like, uh, we dread they drafted Jalen and like a lot of people didn't like it. I loved it. Like I loved it. That's who I wanted yeah. to pick. I thought he was like be, it was uh... perfect. It was the perfect situation for him. Mm-hmm. Like it was either him there, it was either wanting him to go to Boston or Toronto because they had like the ninth pick from like the Knicks or something like that from a Bogani trade. But um it's I, he needed a place where like he could develop. Like if he went to like Philly, they would have thrown him into the fire and that wouldn't Yeah. Yeah. But like, he just needed to develop slowly. Exactly, and he would have had, and with us, he had a spot that was there for him, but not like immediately there. Like you say, Crowder and Avery were the most expendable players already, because especially with Avery, you're um, the defender, but you already had Smart, who at the time Smart just tried to shoot, but Smart was already the better like defensive player. Yeah, plus Bradley yeah. was always hurt. Yeah, and then Crowder, Crowder was good, but we all knew Crowder wasn't like the long-term because Crowder was only about he was already peaking at the time so mm-hmm. so he needed that like replacement to come in for him at some point anyway yeah I wish so with Jalen it wasn't a matter of if he would um be the starter it was just when he would be ready to be the starter yeah yeah, yeah. and that's why it kind of made like when Tatum got drafted the next year. It was kind of confusing at the time because, like, uh-huh. and it's also why, like, when because everyone was talking about, oh, they should take Josh Jackson. Like, well, he's basically the same player Jalen Brown is. Yeah, older uh, Jalen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and it's just like so. I it never it didn't make sense at the time to take a small forward because of the fact that you're like, okay, because no one really thought Jalen would play student guard because no one really yeah. thought he could shoot at the time, uh-huh. and then like no one thought. Tatum could really play power forward. They thought he was a small forward because he was only like six eight, like one ninety, maybe two hundred at a time. So it's mm-hmm. like people profiled him as a small forward, and then like they said on Gordon Hayward, so it just made everything seem confusing. But I guess it worked out in the end. Yeah. But um, but what were you gonna say about Chris Dunn? 
Oh, my take about Chris Dunn in college was that Chris Dunn was only the best point guard in that class because Tyler Eulis wasn't six <laughs> one. <laughs> if Tyler Eulis was six feet tall and not five nine, he would have been a lottery pick. <laughs> Tyler Eulis uh, would was he like the Chris lightest player like in draft history or something like that. He like had to be. <laughs> he was like 145. I'm like... Exactly. Like, if you add some height and some muscle, mm-hmm. he was a lottery pitcher. He was just like, really, that good. Remember that season? It was yeah. him and Dunn for the best point guards. But I said, Dunn <laughs> is, has the actually NBA profile and body and whatnot. So, yeah. but, They messed but, uh, up. I don't know what the did to Chris Dunn, but he messed him up so badly. Yeah. Like he was like you would like play him inconsistent minutes like all the time. Like he didn't like like I think Chris Dunson and Avery, like he had no he would go into every game not knowing if he was coming off the bench or not. Like you know, he said the most demoralizing part was when he came back because he's from Connecticut and like it's basically New England. So he would go back to he had family when he played when they were playing the Celtics when he was a rookie in Minnesota and his family was there and he didn't get off the bench. So like, Oh man, that's like, right. That so I'm like that definitely took a toll on him mentally. I definitely think, like, if he went through a situation where he got to play consistent minutes, I definitely think – I'm not going to say he'd be a starter or anything, but I, I definitely think, like, what we saw from him in, the, in his first season in Chicago would have been, like, just a starter set because he was actually really pretty good in that yeah. first season in Chicago. But he did defend him. that he could play. Oh, he still is. Like, that's why yeah. the Hawks signed him. And – if the Hawks want to make the playoffs, he has to be healthy because he's just, mm-hmm. he can just defend players that Trey Young can't, which is a Definitely. lot. Which is a lot of players. <laughs> but... Oh, was Trey Young the snow? Yeah, but I'm annoyed by him, so like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really annoyed. Oh, man. But yeah, shout out to those guys. Uh, they all um, deserve it, all made the leaps. Hopefully, first of many for them. Yeah, and the uh, the winner of the All Star game, uh, uh, Drew Hammond. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Your sweat for uh, his best four guys all made it. Yeah, big ups to the brand. <laughs> oh man, I hope they don't play the game. It, it's so stupid. They, they, they do it is. The it's and they don't have fans and all. Uh, Arenas who aren't in was how like the college yeah. kids, whatever. They're talking about like oh. they're talking about like, oh we're doing this charity work. I'm like, yeah, that's how, that doesn't change that you're putting people's lives at risk by doing this whole thing. But here in Atlanta it doesn't matter. Right. People don't care. And they t- <laughs> and they talking about um not having any events during yeah. that weekend. Yeah, and they like, said that I saw like six party flyers like rappers <laughs> cross my timeline. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Atlanta's gonna have parties. If one oh, yeah. one thing we know how to do down here, party. It's gonna happen. <laughs> so at, but these, I don't think a lot of those guys are like party people, though. Like, so unless like, it's gonna be come from like the guys in the dunk contest or the skills contest, yeah. and they're gonna cause the problem. Just like, I'm looking at the All Star costume. Like, this doesn't really seem like anyone that's like gonna be that stupid. Yeah, so it's up for hard, but hard is not part. Hard is the best. If Hart was on the Rockets, he'd definitely go on party. Oh, yeah. Oh, he'd live in Magic City, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he, would, he would get here a day early. 
<laughs> I still think the funniest thing ever was when like, Adam Silver was talking about the, the Harden thing. He's like, well, we're not going to punish him because it's Christmas. I'm like, <laughs> he said that straight. Adam Silver's full of it. It is year for Adam Silver, man. No, we got to get Adam Silver out of here, man. <laughs> this is the weirdest year. I've never understood because I like, Every year oh. since he's taken over, he's made a lot of sense with what he's done. Nah, Adam Silver has went full Josh Goodell. Oh my god, bro! Like, <laughs> I've no been ruthless about it. Like, part of me wonders if my old Twitter account got suspended because I said something about him. <laughs> I, said, I was like, no, I, I've been like with him. It's just like, I'm like, yeah, they like. Someone, like, I think, if someone saying it's like, yeah, like he did the bubble ball. Like, someone said a five year old could come, could come up with that option. Like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I, I still am like, because I think, like, I think the idea is like the problem with that was people thought that a good commissioner could exist, which is yeah, a commissioner is just the extension of like all the owners oh, in the yeah. league, pretty like, much. He's a puppet. Like, he, so if you have like. 25 owners that suck, you're not going to have a commissioner that, like, doesn't suck to some extent. <laughs> this is not possible. Yeah, this is horrible, though. Right. Yeah. Speaking of horrible, <laughs> Great let's, segue. Talk about, let's talk about the Celtics. <laughs> awesome <laughs> segue. Oh, man. It's been, it's been bad. Yeah. <sighs> is it time to move on from Brad? <laughs> I think I give it. I want to see the team healthy, and then like if he can't do it next year, it's like I'm not gonna say he was a bad coach, but I think it might be time at that point. If like he can't do it next year if they're all healthy, uh, I I also think some of the draft picks, the things that he's done with the draft, have been questionable. Like you know, mm-hmm. passing on Brandon Clark, who could have contributed. No, um, you know, I think I know actually because Cole Cole Anthony's hurt right now. So like, I would love Cole Anthony though. Yeah, mm-hmm. but like Cole Anthony probably could have been a guy you guys point to in the future. He'd be the perfect understudy of like Kemba when, when Kemba was good, obviously. But yeah. um, <laughs> you know, I I like part of me wants to give Kemba still a chance to say, okay, get healthy, see what happens. No. But part of me also is, is it gets gets so pissed off like just watching him break sides like in depth. So you know how the rims in Dallas like go louder than everything else. Oh, so every man. time I heard that, like, cause, like I was happy. Piercing through the screen last night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's like every time, cause like I was like half paying attention because I was editing the video as well. Every time I heard that, like, oh, it was probably Kemba. It was probably. <laughs> it was probably. Dong. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. man, but yeah, it's like I want to be patient though, like, with Kemba. But at the same time, it's like, it's hard to be patient. It's like the Jordan Hayward situation two years ago. You want to be patient, but it's hard to be patient when you're losing games. Yeah. yeah, Yeah, It's hard to be patient. It it got easier for me to just, like, not be as patient with Hayward when I found out he donated that stuff to the MAGA company. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I was just like, I mean, I'm like, nope. Okay, it's like, move on from it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. It's so think... funny because everyone talked about like when he when he signed with Charlotte and was like, oh, the Celtics are lost him. And like, ninety five percent of Celtics fans were happy that he was gone. Yeah, yeah. especially 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 oh, James, especially <laughs> James. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, now Hayward was good. He just like 
It's but it doesn't feel like he was part of the team because he was never available. Yeah. But I think I think what he did well, uh, in terms of spacing and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm not denying he was in a bit because he's still a good player. Like he's putting up yeah. good numbers for himself. I sort of don't say as much, but like, you know, he. I think it didn't work with him because we had so many wings that, that right. needed to go mm-hmm. develop. Exactly. That's he why this signing never made sense. It's like, okay, you drafted Jalen, drafted Jason. Uh, why do you need Jalen now? And he got mm-hmm. paid to be the top wing. Yeah. But then, yeah. along with his injury, then he comes back, and Tatum is now the top wing when he yeah. is back. And Jalen's trying to be the second. next wing, but mm-hmm. then you're trying to assert Hayward to still be himself mm-hmm. in this like little some toes getting stuffed on like all over yeah. the place. Yeah, yeah. I he think that was like bench at that point. I understood why people were frustrated because when you pay a guy top twenty money, you don't get probably even top forty production in return. Like, yeah, that's frustrating. We just spend a lot of money on it. Like, I but I actually think uh, Romeo Langford will be able to come back and I'm, I'm excited. Do a lot of yeah, I'm really excited for Romeo. I, I there's been a lot of people that have been like, let's trade him and get and move on from him. I I really think that when he comes back, he'll be able to do a lot of what uh, Gordon Hayward did. Yeah, at least just like he just needs to space the floor and cut yeah. and yeah, really just not be in the way. It's funny to defend well. Yeah. yeah, he was somebody that was super high. Like everyone was super high on him coming out of high school. Like. Mm-hmm. He was just like the super productive scoring guard that like hit any side had a super deep bag. Like he was like people compared him like hard on. People thought he was like this next great scoring guard. Mm-hmm. He had a solid look, not a solid freshman season at Indiana. Mm-hmm. But he was playing with like a, I think it was I forget what finger it was, but it was something with his shooting hand. Yeah, he was playing that's why the whole his, season. Um, yeah, three point percent was like twenty percent for the um, yeah. And I thought he, I still thought the talent was there with him. And I still was someone I had in my top five on my board at the time. And he obviously fell. I think he's going to be fine. I don't think he's going to be what I thought it was coming out of high school. But like, yeah. I think he's going to be. I, I think, think he could, could, could be a great option off the bench. Yeah. At this yeah, point. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Having him and Marcus Smart come back, it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. I don't think you fire Brad, like, like Noah was saying. I, th- I think you wait, see what happens next season. But, yeah. man, I'm going to tell you what. I'm almost at the point where I, I haven't been here. I've been, I've been patient with it. But I'm starting to think about it. Like, do we actually need Kimball Walker? No, at this point. <laughs> like, like, because if you now with, him, with the way he is now, which, yeah. yeah. If, if he was still his all-star self, yeah. then yeah. yeah. But yeah. now, with he if he's not gonna make shots consistently, yeah. or at least like be a passer, because he's not doing mm-hmm. that either. Really, then yeah. it's like it's really hard to justify yeah. him well, over any like I don't above see. average point guard. Yeah, I would consider looking at point guards for next year for this upcoming draft, like just because of that. Mm-hmm. Depending on where the Celtics pick, if they keep this up, or they're like, oh, we'll be in a like a slightly yeah. below five hundred, slightly <laughs> above five hundred team. <laughs> You can still looking at like I would still looking at because I think there's some point guards that could end up falling a bit yeah. in this draft in the, up, in the upcoming draft. Well, uh, I mean, and the thing about it is, there's a lot of stuff that needs to happen with this team right now. <laughs> Teague needs to go. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, Teague needs to go. I mean, shout out to Marco. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think I think he's a guy that see I I see it and I understand the height thing might be an issue, but if you were to bring Isaiah Thomas in and take him over over Teague or even Shane Larkin <laughs> over Teague, we would have production from the bench right now. Exactly. Yeah. Right you could bring anyone over there. You could bring Jack Michael over to you. T is just like a net negative. Like the moment he touches the floor. He's a walking negative. He can't make the layup. When he dribbles, he like turns the ball over. And then what's the pump on the perimeter? Every single time it's just he's always going to triple threat. I'm like, dude, we know you're just gonna lose the basketball at that point. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you can't even walk, right? Like He's, he's like tripping over into, himself. He penetrates like, into the paint and brings it out to the perimeter, waits for everyone else to get there when you could have easily done a layup. Exactly. And he's all um, looking off Jalen and Tatum and whoever else when they're on the floor. <laughs> Bro, Teague's best game was opening night. The, the first game. <laughs> and then after that, that was like, it. Like the, Warriors game. like the Warriors game where he tripped over. Like, he like got the basketball and stripped. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done with this. Guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, 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 we're not gonna get Atlanta Teague back. So I don't no, that ship is out. He needs to. Okay, I said captain. Okay, I said captain. I said a lot needs to happen. Danny is on the clock. I try uh, to is. be like the big aim supporter. Yeah. But this season is a little inexcusable. And then yesterday, when um after the game, when you have Tatum and Jalen frustrated and like we don't feel like all oh, stars are trying to hard enjoy because the team is bad and it's like oh no <laughs> when you when you yeah. start to annoy the best players then yes you got you working buddy <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah something's gotta happen because um, when you start to frustrate the uh, centerpieces yeah you either have to it get to work really. or somebody has to go yeah. Yeah, which I think both has to happen. I think yeah. Get to work and someone's got to go. Exactly. So either yeah. you get to work and you reshape the roster, or yeah. you or Brad have to. Yeah. Which one of y'all got to pick one? <laughs> which one of y'all's going to be? The thing that frustrated me the most with him was when he, before the draft, like, oh, we're going to draft experienced players that could play and contribute. And then he drafts Aaron Naismith. And then drafts Desmond Bain, who I thought they should have drafted that 14. Yeah. And then trade him. And Desmond Bain looked amazing. And then they trade him. He's playing well now. (laughs) I know. It's just, I don't know. Like, Naismith is, because I think he had a, he had a, like, he was on pace for his storied college, like, shooting season. Mm -hmm. But that's the thing. He was on pace for it. Like, he could have easily slowed down. Like, Desmond Bain had a full season of point production. And I think people, like, looked at that, like, oh, but, like, and it's like, I don't. I don't hate Ness Smith or dislike him. Mm-hmm. No, it's, just like, him. it's just like he's not ready right. now for what we actually needed, which the problem becomes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just tired. <laughs> I'm just, like, like, I'm at the point the now where I, like, when I see that we're matched up with someone, I have no hope of winning the game. <laughs> <laughs> like, the Memphis game is going to be painful. 
Oh, oh I'm expecting that, Atlanta's game tonight to be painful. No, like it's gonna be painful because Memphis has the two guys I want the Celtics to draft. Brandon Clark and uh, yeah. Bain. Yeah, Bain, Xavier Tillman as well, and they, those guys are just fucking oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah. and, and they. Go ahead. You know, it's, it's just like I they look because like they were four year players that were ready to contribute right away, and you can yeah. just tell. Well, you knew like Naismith, I knew he like. Unless like he was on a lottery team, like he wouldn't get minutes on a playoff team right away. Like yeah. yeah. No, and I said what Brandon Clark is like we drafted um we drafted Grant instead. Which Grant really oh showed God, no. I thought Grant would like really make a leap this season. I was and just be like at least serviceable in like multiple as like multiple facets, like he'd be a good defender, his jump shot would finally come. But it's just like he fouls too much when he's on the floor. His jumper is up and down. He goes days at a time. I mean, games at a time without playing because he can't make an impact on the floor. It's just like, ugh. And it, yeah. It's fully a disappointment. At least when I watch him play, it seems like he can only hit sidestep three-pointers. Like, I, I, that's just something I tip it I noticed with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people, like, Especially with Celtic fans, they'll buy into players like Grant more than they probably should just because of like his personality and things like that. No. Yeah. He seems like an extremely smart guy, extremely fun guy, but like, you know, like, yeah. And you, hope that a, tra- you hope that Grant. translates over to the floor. And it is, sometimes it just doesn't. Yeah, like, yeah. like, there are a bunch of smart guys that just don't make impacts on the career. It's just, exactly. they don't really go hand in hand sometimes. It's just, yeah, it happens. I'm at the but, point now where I, I want Kevin Garnett to be on the coaching staff. Oh, that'd be fine. <laughs> I love that. I just need I him they, to light the players up. That's really They definitely it. need that X player on the staff to really, you know, just hold some guys accountable. Yeah. Which is why I was kind of hoping Evan Turner was going to be doing. Yeah, because I like Brad and his approach most of the time. Yeah. But I don't think Brad really gets on the established guys the way he um should. Yeah. yeah. Well, he did it with Hayward. He, he did it with Hayward. Yeah, all. he did it with Hayward. He didn't with he didn't with Terry at all. Once he oh, became like a finalized piece in the rotation yeah. or move, and it's like he'll have the energy with like rookies because we saw him always pull Jalen, always pull Terry when he was like his first two seasons. Mm-hmm. We see him play hardball with Brandon, Dan Smith, and Rob now, <laughs> but it's like he won't go over like as smart as wow. Adair Wilder. And having this bad game, he won't pull smart to the side and be like, stop that. Or Tatum won't drive it, he won't pull Tatum to the side and be like, do this different. Like, it's, yeah. I think and part of me wonders if he feels bad because of how much he pandered to Gruden Hayward the time. And it's just like, yeah, I just see it ain't nice trying to make it up to those guys. <laughs> well, snap out of it, man. Exactly. <laughs> Robert, Robert needs to start. I mean, I, I love Rob. Shout out Rob. God, I love man. <laughs> yeah. He's starting start to like put it all together. Yeah. He is. And he's starting to make it. He's starting to, defensively, he's starting to slow down for him, too. Tristan mm-hmm. Thompson yeah. is just uh, in the Dallas game like I, when I was watching. He's, he was just trying to do things that he's. Yeah. He does, he does too much too often. Yeah. Right. He doesn't pass back if he gets his offensive rebound. <laughs> I know. Which is like, really frustrating. <laughs> It's like Jalen Tatum right there, bro. Just kick the ball back out to him. 
We just have to play over there. I almost lost my voice last night yelling at him. <laughs> you almost hit that half good shot, which I was like, he did. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. he hit that. We would have went overtime. He hit that shot early in the day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been the most crazy thing ever because like it was, it was off a of Tatum blocking Luca for the second time in like ten seconds at that point. Yeah. yeah. And then like that would have been wild, but like, you know, it was what it was. Like I kind of like because Jacob was telling me. Jacob was texting me about this because, like, I, I turned the game off, like, at the five minute mark. Because, like, I was just, I was tired of seeing, watching the game at that point. I'm like, I'm exhausted. I'm going to go watch, like, Scooby Doo or something like that. And Jacob texted <laughs> me. Jacob texted me. And he's like, You might want to turn the game back on because it's starting to come back. And I'm like, I texted him, I'm like, I'm not putting the game back on. Yes. Every time this happens, I just turn the game back on. I get disappointed. Like, yeah. and lo and behold, I didn't even watch it. Yeah. And I got disappointed. Luther jammed us twice. <laughs> I knew I knew that was gonna be a game winning shot as soon as it left his hands. He's one of those which like he yeah, is one the of moment those. you believe it, it's like he's like that, Dame's like that, Cody's mm-hmm. like that, where you know like you know like when the moment like they release it, like if they mm-hmm. like just face off their body language after they release it, like you kinda know it's just gonna go in. Exactly. Like both them things. Like the first shot, Jalen had him like really tight and wasn't letting him get any separation. Mm-hmm. Then he caught that screen and got tight on him. I said, There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Step back. Boom. The second one, he's dribbling up court. Jalen's right in front of him again. Caught a screen. Who's it? Nesmith in front of him. Yeah. Kimba tries to sprint over. I said, Nope, there it is. That's it. Yeah. 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 He stepped back. He kind of strutted back before it even went in. I said, Oh, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luke is a great player, though. Shout out, oh, Luke. Sure. But yeah, it's a real uphill climb for the Celtics from this point on. You think it's possible oh, yeah. we uh, turn it all around this year? Possible. But Define turn it around. I saw that. Uh, I saw that Eastern post. Conference finals. Because <laughs> he's second well, round. It depends baby. on what people think about us, though. Mm-hmm. Like the moment they think we're going to the Eastern Conference Finals, we won't. But like if they think, yeah, like, right. oh, we're getting bounced in the, like the first or second round, we'll make it to the Eastern Conference Finals or Finals. That's just <laughs> how it works for them. Look, it's I am, I am still sticking with my prediction of it being a Boston LA Finals this year. Adam Silver would have been bad. No, Adam Silver, no, Adam Silver's bad. He should have made that happen last season. I, bro, it would have been but a st- poetic thing. This goes back to him being horrible at his job once again. David Stern would have, <laughs> David Stern got the substance in the final somehow. David Stern, yeah. <laughs> he would have final bam on like three of those games. <laughs> oh, man. He would have called him to make sure that block on Tatum was a goaltend. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. David Stern, he'd have put the call in before J1. Adam Silver just. <laughs> Happy go like you just letting everything play out. Like, get out of here, dude. <laughs> He's putting the fits. He can't even put the fits in for the MVP to get to the um, to the conference finals. Like, come on, come on, bro. <laughs> what, what are you doing? <laughs> I don't like. I, I, I have an, like, it's a, it's not like a serious theory, but I, I have an odd theory that like Mitch Ball is like secretly like running the league <laughs> from like the Saturdays. He might. Rich I've Paul never seen a man with that much power as an agent. Like, he is that much. Like, the whole AD thing, I'm like, how the hell did he pull that one? That was pretty, look, <laughs> objectively speaking, all bias aside, that was, like, pretty cool to see. Play <laughs> and then brought AD dad out the blue to slander the yeah, that, that was the wildest thing, man. 
I was like, what? I, I thought everything was smooth sailing before that. When I saw that, yeah, I said, so, yeah, never mind. Nah, it's funny because <laughs> Anthony AD is a junior that nobody knew. <laughs> it was like one day, it's like, yeah, we have Anthony Davis Sr. I was like, excuse me? It was like, what do you mean, senior? He's a senior. He's like, yeah, my son is like, wait a minute. I've never seen you at a game before. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> the funniest part about the whole thing was that his last home game where he wasn't playing and he would that that's all folks suit. Oh yeah. My, uh, oh man. They they he like, this. He's like, I didn't even pick the shirt off so red cross. <laughs> he's, he's he's a genius. <laughs> he, he took the sports illustrator article lot and was like, Yeah, you can trade for him, but let me tell you, he's leaving in a year. <laughs> I said, Oh, this guy has it going on. <laughs> you can't have a respect to finesse. No, I feel like I see it. Harden tried to finesse his way out of Houston with the same pull, but it wasn't as smooth as um he can't he can't do it like Rich Paul though. Like, Harden's out here at clubs or whatnot. Yeah, he was yeah. like, and then he said he was at he's like uh, what was he saying? He was at like I'm at, I'm at a friend's a dinner. Friend. Like, Harden, you're at a strip club, bro. No, he's like he's like, I'm not. He's like no, I wasn't at a strip club. He's like I was at a dinner. Oh like Harden, God. I don't see I don't see a dinner table, bro. <laughs> I see a couch. I don't see a dinner table. <laughs> I didn't even Harden's see things, bro. Hard stop lying to us, bro. <laughs> so like, they were making like the all all vibes list of all vibes teams. So like, Google got to make the, the all list. vibes team. <laughs> all vibes. <laughs> Someone said Google got to make the team. <laughs> oh man, Google, shout out so hard, man. Yeah, <laughs> Someone said Google got to make the team. Google <laughs> <Blue laughs> will. <laughs> Everyone's life. We see that Michigan never wants a life is a ticket away. Lowell went to the funeral <laughs> on the way back, stopped by the uh, get the wings, pieced hey, it up with Jack Harlow real quick. Hey man, look. <laughs> I've never been to Magic City. I've always heard great things about those wings. So <laughs> like I could I could I don't know, man. He's from Atlanta, uh, so I I guess, yeah. I guess not a place. funny thing about Lou Will. <laughs> Was a like he couldn't say yo that's not me because he had the <laughs> NBA regulated mask. Come on, bro. They were the reckless people with that pandemic stuff, though. Oh, but these guys are crazy. Yeah, like I, I thought, Michael. I'm surprised Michael Porter Jr. made it through the health and safety. Yeah, West. Mm-hmm. I was like, how the hell did he make? That might be the biggest accomplishment of his career. Like, that might be the biggest <laughs> Washington Gateway player of the year at that point. Like, if they start handing out, um, start handing out the vaccine to players, the <laughs> Michael Porter situation, you like real funny. <laughs> <laughs> him, oh, him, and Dwight, him and Dwight gonna go anti-vats on us. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna retire? They're, they're, they're trying to chip us, man. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> No, my favorite thing is like, because like it, they, I think it was Rose like tweeted about like, oh, there's gonna be incentives for like and things like that for players that do like the promotional stuff for the vaccine. <laughs> so so but it was like, and this is Michael. Hi, Michael <laughs> Jr. Here, here, who to tell you about the vaccine? Wait a minute now. <laughs> <laughs> Adam oh, Silver's, un- he's hilarious. I'll get Adam Silver, Adam Silver, gotta stop posturing, man. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah we're gonna hold on, start getting raised, <laughs> vaccine awareness. Like, bro, this doesn't make sense. Just do a commercial. <laughs> you don't like, need well, to play a whole play basketball game. Just play two like the pro- play the video game, like the vo- like the pro bowl game. Like, yeah, that made more sense. Exactly. Oh man, and they're having a dunk contest in the. 
Yo, the All Star Game's gonna be like five hours long. Oh, <laughs> no. I'm not watching all that, man. <laughs> you gotta have you're having all that stuff at um halftime. Yeah, they're gonna. Jane Rust. Jane Rust at seven. We gonna be sitting there like we gonna be sitting there at one a.m. still waiting for it to be over. We're gonna be at one a.m. listening to the halftime show. Oh man. God forbid the contest goes in like the uh, the extra segments oh, like yeah. um, Levine and Gordon a few years ago. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, that's gonna be horrible. Oh, but uh, yeah. well, I don't we know who they're gonna get. Like, they're not gonna get John because John said he's not gonna do it. Like, yeah. Levine said he's not gonna do it. Uh, I don't know. Zion would be too. Zion doesn't want to fatigue himself before the All Star game. So exactly. Uh, why is Donald Mitchell doing a three-point contest? <laughs> I, I wish the three-point contest wasn't good shooters. I wish it was bad shooters. Like, get irrationally confident bad shooters. Like, get Dylan Brooks in there. <laughs> Dylan, <laughs> Dylan, you know, Marcus Smart. Smart. You know, he's, a, he, he's a better shooter now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Shoot, get, get, get Andre Drummond in there. Oh, man. He's taking get a bunch in. of threes in practice. Ben, you know, Ben Simmons in it. <laughs> that that would be the funniest. <laughs> <laughs> now, watch Ben start shooting the left-handed jumpers and start like he wins the contest. <laughs> no, my favorite thing though is like I was I was like, okay, Ben, start shooting threes, boy. And I saw the first three he took. I'm like, okay, never mind. Don't don't do that again. Don't. Yeah. He, he like he didn't even hit the side of the backboard. And I was like, we're not doing the same way. We're not doing this way. Oh, poor Ben. Oh, man. He's funny because, like, he'll, like, disappear for the whole game and, like, be, like, the best defensive player in the league in the class. Uh, he's so irritated. <laughs> like, that game, we played them, Jay was having, like, the 40-piece. Then, like, it's a one-possession game. Then, like, three-possession straight bin just, like, jumps the pass. And, like, it's, it's like, bro, go away. <laughs> so, you have, like, you've had, like, six points this whole game. Like, go away, man. <laughs> Oh, man. And then, uh, so, nah, somebody said Ben saw his all-star game in Jeopardy and started playing aggressive <laughs> the last one. <laughs> oh, my favorite jokes, though, were the Rudy Gobert ones for the all-star team. Like, it's like, man, no one want to, like, he deserves it because he's been a defensive. Like, I mean, no one's trying to watch him, though. Like, watch Rudy Gobert. You got to set those screen assist. <laughs> <laughs> screen assist and all. <laughs> All-Star game. <laughs> Utah oh, Jazz man. have the worst like social media group I've ever seen. They do. Like, like people talk about the Celtics being bad. Like, no, it's Utah. Like the the worst. It's not even close. Like, they're so bland. And their bloggers like, know, are like so boring at that too. Like there's like one interesting fan in Utah. Like that's it. Maybe. And it's Mitt Romney. And it's Mitt. Yeah. It's Romney. Oh, let's get off this though. But um, so you're a YouTuber, right? Yeah. So how long have you been on that? Almost two years now. I've been doing it. So what was your um, what was your inspiration to start that? Uh, I was through my end of my senior year of high school. I, I was going to school. I I I'd applied for community. I was going to community college. I knew that I was going for communications. And I just needed something to do because like all my friends were leaving for college. Like all my friends were going. I was still staying home. I was still commu- I was just commuting to overseas. And like, all, all my friends were like leaving the state. Mm-hmm. So that really left me bored. So like, I just kind of like need something to fill that time. And YouTube really did that for me. Um, I, I wanted to start doing like 
like a podcast, like 30 minutes. So like every other day. And then I saw you like got in the video editing. I started on, on my phone, just like editing stuff, like downloading videos from like legal sites and then putting them in. And then like, I kind of saw we, then I started like meeting people. Like I met Rudy, who's really been the biggest part of it for me. Who's like helped me so much with it. And I've met so many, like, I met Rusty, I've met Mojo through it. Like Robel, like, you know, I've known him from, we've known each other since we both kind of started around the same time. Uh, and it's just meeting a bunch of people. Uh, and then like, I got the editing software and it's just been improving ever since. Like, I, I think I might, I've improved editing from like, from now to a month ago, from a month compared to a month ago, compared little on like where I was doing like a year ago. Um, but it's just like, still just like, okay, I need something to fill this time. And then I'm like, okay, I really like doing this. And then it's like, okay, I can really do something with this. And then, cause like when I started meeting these people that I never thought I would meet as early as I did, like that's when I knew I'm like, okay, I could do something with this. Yeah. That's just, so that like um, a career path you want to get into? Um, somewhat. I, I do, I am going for my communications degree just to have something, but this is like the thing right now. Yeah. That's what's up. That's so like yeah. this year, like your passion projects mm-hmm. in a sense, pretty much. Yeah. And then I, I, I do some side stuff. Like I have a second channel where like I'm starting with a thing where like, I review every episode of Scooby-Doo. And then like, that's, that's for fun. Cause like, I need to bridge yeah. the whole like, I can't, like, I can't just sit here and watch tape all day. And yeah. write these and work on basketball all day. Like I need stuff to break it up. And I do that with like, you know, Scooby-Doo, Yu-Gi-Oh, things like that. Yeah. Um, so that's what makes it fun. But like, I think, you know, it's going to sound cool, but I think like the people I've met along the way has been the be- my favorite part about this. Like just meeting so many people. Like I, like I was somebody throughout high school that kind of been found the idea of like online friends kind of stupid. And, yeah. once I, and once I started doing YouTube, it's just like, okay, maybe it's not. I, mean, like, I know people, I obviously from like Celtics fans, like most of them live in Massachusetts, obviously, but like, like I know like people from like Alabama and North Carolina and like Atlanta and North, uh, California, even like you just, even like Canada, like you just meet a bunch of people yeah. that you never thought you would meet. And that's, that's been the best part. That's what's up. That's pretty much how this song. This podcast started in a way, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like you said just being online and talking to people. That's how I met um Derek, and like I said I was following him for a little while. Mm-hmm. I seen one that thing he was like, if anybody is interested in doing a podcast like a hoop podcast, DM and let me know. And that's how I seen. Mm-hmm. I was like, cool. I think I reached out. I was like, um, let me get some things straight. In a couple of months, I'm gonna get back to you on doing this. And then four five months went by, then here we are. Yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah. what's up though. I didn't I didn't yeah. I, I'm gonna be honest, I didn't I didn't uh believe you were gonna hit me up after that. Oh no, I was gonna hit you up. I was gonna hit you up. <laughs> no, I, I had someone else that uh said that um that he was talking to me um about joining uh one of the film uh shows uh realish. Talk a big game, bro. Dude was dude was like, <laughs> Oh man, I'm gonna do this, that, and the other, I'm gonna write articles. He's like, I got it a lot. I ain't heard from that dude in almost two years, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it, it, I, it's like I kind of have always wanted to start a podcast, and like, yeah, yeah. And like, I, I, I have one. I, it's just kind of do it periodically. Like, I'll get someone on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here and there, but like, I, I always want like a, a, a consistent coach because it's hard to do it solo sometimes. So it's just like, 
yeah. it's just hard because like if you're by yourself like you can only talk to yourself for so long like, like it's one of those things with like colin Coward. like i don't respect a lot of things about him but that's the one thing i do it's like the fact that he could talk to himself for like three hours like and still like be able to form coherent sentences because like I, it's hard for me to form a coherent sentence like talking to myself after like 30 minutes like what alone no. like, three hours yeah, yeah yeah um but like every time i would put it out there because like because i follow rusty and because rusty and i have friends and like mm-hmm. things like that like because like they know that i we're friends like i have people from like nba twitter i don't follow them back obviously but, like people from like that nba twitter community which is there's many things i could say about it. i'm not gonna say it but like yeah, yeah, yeah. And, it's like i'll get a bunch of dms from like uh, things from those people like, okay we'll, we'll try this again sometime we'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put it out on i don't know i'll put it on some like recruiting site or something like mm-hmm. it's twitter's not gonna work to try to find that co-host yeah uh but no i kind of it's weird because like i because i do follow a lot of, i follow a lot of people on twitter but like half of them i don't even talk to like, yeah yeah <laughs> it's, just like, it's just like it's like i know the people like i fall i i talk with it's like jack michael tko mm-hmm. stud when he when they did an ip ban him <laughs> i didn't know he got ip banned i'm like yeah because he made a new account but they like immediately suspended that account <laughs> <laughs> like man, he's been gone for a week. Like, what the hell happened? Like, nah, he'll be back. Yeah, I hope he'll, anyway. Yeah, he'll be back. Him, be easy, people like that. The online community is like really cool though, yeah. for the most part. So it's, it's like, it's from, like, like you say, at some point it's like online friends. That's yeah. stupid or whatever. Then it's like once you really get into it and meet some people and find like people that you're common interested. Yeah. So it's a good way to yeah. kill yeah, time. It helps like enjoy to make the sports experience like especially when, too. Especially when we got quarantine, you can't leave the house. It's just like exactly. well, you got to talk to. Um, but you know, it's funny because like there's. I don't consider myself like a, a part of like a specific Twitter group necessarily. I kind of just talk so it online, but like, you know, it's, it's, it's like, it's like NBA Twitter necessarily is like one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen in my life. At some point. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know those, what they are. Nah, oh. It's one of those things where you can't, yeah. the Twitter in a nutshell is the thing that you can't describe to anybody who's not <laughs> on there it. so but like i'll be sitting there like with my girlfriend i'll be sitting there like chilling with her i'll be just like in the corner like laughing myself she was like what's so funny i'll be like i would tell you but you i'm like you just legit would not understand if I told you. <laughs> like i the night the grilled cheese thing i was at my grandparents house when the when the grilled cheese thing dropped well, i would be easy ass dude <laughs> yeah. um what you put on your grilled cheese <laughs> I was laughing so hard in my, in, in my, cause I was singing in the guest room. My parents were like, what's so funny? I'm like, oh no, you wouldn't understand. You would not you understand. Exactly. I laughed even harder at the um, other thing that we, when he, we were talking about a senior year, I'm like, you knew what you were doing. <laughs> yeah. It's just like stuff like that. And it's like yeah. even the sports debates on Twitter, they don't oh, resonate God. to people who don't talk sports on Twitter. <laughs> They don't. Like, when you try to bring on, like, the some of the advanced stats and metrics to just, like, not, I don't not want to see casuals, but the people who just don't <laughs> delve that deep into all that stuff, like, yeah. offline, they're just like, 
uh, like you can't have those same like conversations or whatever. Yeah, like you, so. like you'd be like, yeah, Rudy Gobert is a super high impact player via such and such such. They'll be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the things. It's one of those things. Like you're like, but like I, I like I've been nuanced basketball conversations, obviously online. But like those are the people I know I can have those conversations with. You know, guys yeah. like uh, like P like PD like people like that. Uh, you know, Jackson Frank can have that conversation with. Yeah. Uh, not Zay, uh, I can have that. Robel can have that conversation with. But like, other times, it's just like people with like, and I get, I guess I could have a, a normal conversation with Jack Michael and and TKO. But for the most part, I'm just trying to have fun. Like, yeah, pretty much. I'm just here to goof off. Like, I'm not trying to take it seriously. Like, it's like, like the and, and people, like, dude, people that legitimately think like the things I say, like, like those stats I make are like, oh, Anthony Edwards <laughs> is the first. I'm like number of games that an- at 19 years old to score like 15 <laughs> points. Anthony Edwards five, Michael Jordan zero. I'm like, so it makes you think. Did he get the brand new quote? Michael Jordan was in college at 19. Like, bro, please, breathe, breathe a little bit, man. What's <laughs> up, <laughs> Nate Duncan? Oh, <laughs> uh, Nate Duncan was the worst. <laughs> that was. That was. Hilarious. What was Nate on about yesterday that he was angry about? <laughs> it was about. Remember Anthony Edwards murdered that dude on national TV? Yeah. Like, so like he was like, oh, he, he had seven points. I'm like, yeah, he's a 19 year old rookie. Like that that's gonna happen. But that doesn't change yeah. the fact that he that he destroyed that that he ended that dude's like exactly. like Utah will never be able to leave his home again. Like I will <laughs> never leave his home. Exactly. Nate Dunk's been like a three like a two week rager online for some strange yeah. reason. <laughs> yeah, and then there's like. Scout with Brian, who that's a whole nother. He, he's <laughs> so like, guys like I put like him and Machine Machine Pun Kelly in the wrong like little uh, little 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 psych psych room. Yeah, like see so, yeah, other people who take like the discussions entirely like too serious, to where if you're like not agreeing with their points and they start just antagonizing you for the. Take over, oh. just like, bro, please just relax. <laughs> like, you don't no. get this, then that means you don't watch enough basketball, and I watch more than you. So, how you gonna tell me? You gotta get it as like, chill. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're burning your keyboard off right now, bro. Just relax. <laughs> oh, my, my favorite thing was like, with, with the funniest thing with, with Brian was like, when he tweeted that things, like, I do understand, like, you know, I, like, judging someone based off the color and Treating them differently as authority is wrong. And they said, but, and then I, it, it cuts out. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh no. I'm like, oh, That's the, Steve, the Stephen A. Smith meme all over <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very sensitive to that. But. <laughs> but. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> oh my God. Nah, but those people are hilarious because, like, even though they're saying, like, some, like, extremely expensive. Uh, like offensive things it's just like knowing that they're so oblivious to it it's kind of like like you see what that guy that raptors guy tweeted last night about dwight howard they would call dwight um a thug, a thug. Said, some of the, it like bro that bothers me so much you can't use the term thug in thug. that context when talking about like sports <laughs> because that's like well, you know what you what do you mean Wait, <laughs> exactly hold on, hold on hold on what what did he tweet he tweeted something. He was like, "It's time we get this third Dwight Howard out the league, or something like in that, yeah. something in that ballpark." Yeah. Why? 
And then like I was like, he must have did something during the game. And then like, yesterday. I don't ha- know. And then like all of a sudden I look at his forward, I don't think it's like like so and so, so and so and so and so and like thirty others fall and then it's gonna be like fifteen and then ten and then like two. Exactly. <laughs> and that's another thing with like sports dialogue like the is the people who are oblivious to how they phrase things. And they do oh, this yeah. with college basketball players a lot. Oh, where they're called kids um, who might get upset on the court or something or have, like, a couple of tattoos be like, that thug or <laughs> that immature kid or that coward. And it's like, yo. Do you, do you think they're actually oblivious to that? I think some of them are. Some of them, some of them are. Like, some of them have to be doing it on purpose. Though. Like, Jim Beheim is I doing that shit on purpose. Yeah, definitely. Like, you can't be that oblivious to how you phrase things and talk about, like, people in that manner. Yeah, because when, when you're in media, like... They, they teach you that stuff. You have to know what it is you're saying and what exactly different things mean. So, like, especially if you're a journalist, oh, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't give them much leeway with that no i don't give you right there yeah and that's a problem that's a bit common a problem with the older journalists right too as the young kids like as they don't really understand how like what um lamello a couple um before the season started, i think he bought like a grill or something like that yeah. mm-hmm. and god was doing was like if my player i'm coaching comes to practice with that i'd have my oh, GM try, to, try to trade him immediately he's like yeah, uh-huh. he, someone he got called. Someone said because after you got the drill, someone said, "Oh, I hope it isn't turning the Johnny Man's job." I'm like, "Well, he doesn't have, at least I know of any abuse, any substance abuse problem." So that's yeah, a good exactly. Yeah. Or with Anthony Edwards when he was like, "Yeah, I like to rap and I no, like other sports no. too." And that like, was everyone. And they're getting upset and they're like, "Well, this kid clearly doesn't like basketball enough." And it's like, bro, it's funny because like all the people that are <laughs> so. In, it's funny with that because like I was like I read that whole article. I'm like, okay. Because the article really wasn't about that. It was just more. It was yeah. More about, it was about like how he he coped with losing his mother and grandmother within like a five month, like five week stretch. Uh-huh. Like pan, and then like it talks about because he was like thirteen. And I'm like okay. Like also like you don't know how that affected him. He's still young. He's like 18, 19 years old. And then like everyone was on him about it. Like, and it, I always was rooting for him because of. Because I knew, because I, I learned about what happened to his mom and grandmother before mm-hmm. like, the same thing happened. So I was always rooting for him then. And, um, you know, I, I have always, he always was a funny guy. But, and then that article, again, everyone was talking about that. And then, like, it's funny, because like, those same people that are, like, praising him, calling him, because he's, he's a, one of the funniest guys, if not the funniest Yeah, he's, guy. Not, he's hilarious. He's hilarious, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, like those people that are saying that now, they're the same same people that were talking about how he doesn't know basketball in that article. Exactly. Like, it's just like because like because I think they saw like a group of people. Like I think I consider myself a part of the group that kind of was just like, nah, this this just made me think he's really cool. Like he said, like like who said like like who's the first first he be the first like high level like athlete that I've ever heard say something like that little baby line. It's like nah. Yeah, so I, I rap like little baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> Things like that. Like, and he is, it was always fun to me. And like, everyone was like, oh, worried about it until like a lot of people started to like, there's like that group of people that like started talking like, like how it just, it was cool and not like bad. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, just like, like, that's just stuff like that. It's like, that's why we, it's important to, 
keep the pendulum moving on hiring new journalists as yeah. the generation changes because yeah. you can't have the same fit like the inside the like the um, inside the NBA crew for example yeah. they're saying they're kind of like the older guys and are a little yeah. played out yeah. not played out so to say but a little no, they're, they're out, of, out of touch they're yeah you say they're a little out of touch or whatever with how players are they don't know some guys names and, and then you look like, at Candace and and Diddy, Dwayne have, do you have Candace and D-Wade on there who are just <laughs> who awesome. still who are awesome and they like clearly enjoy watching the <laughs> players like Candace yesterday she's trying to break down hoop and Shaq was like coughing yeah. over or something like that <laughs> yeah, yeah, like and and they got a couple like Grant Hill has been awesome. Like, yeah, I was watching. No, like, Grant, yeah. I, I liked him. He was fun. Like him yeah. and Ian Eagle are, are fun uh, together. And then, Definitely. You know, um, yeah, I I would like to respect if they didn't hate the Celtics, but <laughs> every time too, I'm like, it's and I was just saying with Stan Van Gundy, like like I think it's like it was during the Raptors series. It's just like. Stephen, that is the truth. <laughs> he is, but it's like, listen, I, you're a nice guy, but you're, you're starting to like make me go crazy at this point. Is that the him and all? Uh, not him and Darius Burke during uh, the Sixers series <laughs> when the Sixers were like objectively playing like an awful game, <laughs> and they're like the Sixers are just they're just grinding out playing, it, and it's like, bro, I don't know what you're watching. Like, guys, it's Justin B. Like. That's it. So, they're just playing this, this so, so hard fa- nose to stand up. Like, bro, my, we are missing. My favorite Tatum thing, has like five fouls. <laughs> my favorite thing I've seen was um, my friend Luke, he, he has a YouTube channel called Rob 2.0. And he, like, after one of the games, like, Romeo Lankford actually outplayed Tobias Harris. And he just <laughs> ran this whole van about it. I'm like, the bubble, I I don't really care much about what happened like during the playoffs last year. Like, I'm not I'm not one of those like little Mickey people. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, like that's just childish. Like, you're playing basketball and, and during a pandemic, like you deserve to exactly. win. Exactly. Like, like a lot of things, it's just like okay, like as far as like the East, at least with the East, it's just like okay, Ben Simmons was out. For the Sixers, Giannis got hurt in that box in the in the second round, uh, and then of course we saw what happened with Boston. Um, and then it's just like it just didn't feel like, like, like Miami. Like, it, it, I'm not gonna say it was a fluke because like they, it, like I think that even in a normal year they probably would have made it. Yeah, they put the work in. So they put the work in, but it's just like there was just a lot of things in the East that happened. It's just like it's, I don't think, if Giannis doesn't get hurt, I think they, there's a chance they come back in that series. But, um, it's possible. But you never though. know. That's why you play the games at that point. Yeah. But it was it, it was so because like everything going on, you know, with the protests and everything during the bubble, and then like the thing like I think people didn't talk about it was like the like they they thought about like legit like boycotting, yeah. and then Obama stepped in. <laughs> Union Buster. <laughs> <laughs> And then 2020 was just wild. That was yeah, it was a long, it was a long year for sure. Year. <laughs> but uh, but now I, I honestly enjoy bubble hoops so That was pretty fun. Okay. That, that was, was really it, good. It, they just it was a lot going on. It was a lot of AAU vibes. Like, I definitely yeah, that's what yeah. 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 Got a lot of AAU because like I wish they didn't pump in the noise. Like that was the thing. Like 
Mm-hmm. For me, it's like it's like because like it was like an AAU vibe. You could hear the benches like react. Like you don't hear that normally. Yeah, um, I wish they would have let the other players who weren't playing those days yeah. fill oh, yeah. the arenas like, and like their an staff. And just, yeah, like an AAU tournament, like, that would be cool. Because like I've been there, like, I, I haven't played, but like, I've gone to like watch. Class yeah, class I had um, like, I had friends who used to play yeah. AAU in high school and stuff. It's like like, and EYB, I, I, like I've gone like I've been to one EYB. I was gonna go in twenty twenty, but they canceled it obviously. Mm. But like it's fun, it, it totally because like you're watching a bunch of games at once and stuff. Yeah. So like, I always wonder how players react to that. Like they'll hear a whistle from another court, and then like, you think like they're, they're, like I don't know how like I would stop dribbling and look around like. But no, I I wish they didn't like because like it didn't again. It's just funny to hear how the benches react because they say some funny like because like I've been to games. Like actual games, like NBA, like and you hear things because I've sat like right behind the bench. It's like you hear things like that you just don't like usually hear. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but I right, let's get ready to wrap it up. So, yeah. um, so Noah, at the end of every podcast, I do a top five segment mm-hmm. where I take the guests and ask them three questions, get that top five specifically for them. So you ready? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we start with the generic basketball question. Mm-hmm. Your favorite, your five, um, shoot, your five favorite players: Jalen Brown, Damian Lillard, Lamelo Ball. That's three, right? So three yeah. would be. That's tough. Jalen Jackson Jr. went healthy. I'm gonna include him because even he's one of my favorite players to watch. And five, oh god, probably Kevin Durant. We go right now. Like, I would put Kevin Durant higher, but I kind of want to give some different guys like, yeah. like Jerry and some love. So mm-hmm. those are probably my five. Yes, yeah, so I've seen. Um, so I watched your um, your prospect video, your yeah. forgotten prospect um video you did. Yeah. Like last week, so you had KD as like the second guy. Yeah. You um crowd on the. Oh yeah. But all uh, right. Definitely. But all uh, right, the next one. You're in a lot of weird, like, cartoons. <laughs> yeah. Like, just Scooby-Doo or whatever. What's yeah. your five favorite animes or cartoons? Oh, Scooby-Doo 1. <laughs> can, I do the G- can I do the Yu-Gi-Oh! series? Because, like, like, it's going to be, like, yeah. four straight Yu-Gi-Oh! series. Yeah, you can have all uh, those in one. So, I actually, because I, I put GX above, like, everything else. It, it's one of my favorite <laughs> in general. Because, like, it, I just relate to it so much because of the high school stuff. Um, probably Teen Titans three. So we Scooby Doo, Yu Gi Oh GX, Teen Titans. Um, four would be. Oh God, it's tough because like, okay, probably Beyblade Boost. I think it's the best Beyblade series. Like, I think it's better than like the other two ones. The new, it's it's the new one that just came out. Um, that's four five. Uh, probably the like original Transformers, like like the, the, the nineteen eighty four one. Oh, Joe. Yeah, that, that that's so, fine. That's a lot of Transformers series. Yeah. So when you said original, I was like, like which one was it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, did you um? We're not gonna say. We're not gonna say. Do you ever see the um the one where they were like animals or whatever? I, I I probably did. I they, it was like, called, like Beast Wars, something like that, where they <laughs> yeah. came to Earth and for some I've reason transformed so to like 
gorillas and yeah. random stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. That's weird. But all right, the last one. Your five favorite videos you've done on YouTube. Oh, so my favorite video I've ever done, I I made on my phone. It was a video about the Washington Wizards Boston Celtics series, which is mm. which was people forget probably the best series of that entire playoff. That was it was because was. Awesome. Like, everything else was so predictable, but there was so much trash talking stuff like that. It made it really fun. Uh, second would probably be the most recent documentary I did on the players, on the players that I like to eat a lot of lot. Uh, I had a lot of fun with that. Um, three would be, I did a video with Mojo where we did uh, a redraft for 2017. And it was just fun because like, we did it at like 1 a.m. So we both were tired. We had no idea what we were talking about. We had, <laughs> we had like Kyle Kuzma going ahead of OG and Anobi. We, we, we had Kyle Kuzma and Dylan Brooks going over ahead of OG and Anobi. And we were like, I was watching it back after editing. I'm like, you know what we did? What we just did. <laughs> like, yeah, it was fun. It's like, it's like, it went one, two, three, one, five. It was like, we went like Tatum, Mitchell, Bam. Uh, I would argue Bam over Mitchell now, but like, yeah. but like at the time it made sense. But after that, like, we had no idea what we were doing. Like, I, I, I had Lonzo, <laughs> I, I had Lonzo going like four. No, I, no, I had Fox going four and Lonzo going five, things like that. But like that was fun. So that's three, four. Um, I forget which one. Please. Oh God, I try. I try to think of because like, I've made over three hundred videos. So like th- that's Oof. a lot to think of. Yeah. Like, so you be working. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um. God, I, I, I think probably. The first Tones Clark video I made, I had a lot of fun doing that because like it wasn't really a scouting breakdown. It was just kind of talking about like how he's like the first like Boston athlete. It's like the ones the world ever kind of make it. Uh, we'll see what happens. I, I would still take him in the first round, but like, we'll see what happens with him. But I don't want to bother if I'm making that. And then five. Oh god, I'm trying to because I've done group videos. I've done stuff like that. I'm just trying to think of five. God, I'm, I'm going to pull up my channel to look at some stuff. I'm going to pull up my channel because there's so much. Well, so I just saw you on uh, your channel recently. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, I did a series. Uh, it's like an hour long video. It's broken down into like 10 that I made, but I then kind of just put them all in one video file and uploaded it. It was a series where I compared uh, NBA characters to Scooby Doo characters. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a lot of fun making that. Um, I think it was like Sigil to Alexander, Giannis, Lonzo, Andrew Wiggins. And I forget the final play, but that was fun. Oh, and then. If I did do like a like a like a five point five, I made one of the first videos I ever made was comparing Zion Williamson to the Snow Goats from Scooby Doo. Um, so <laughs> that would be the five. It's tough though because like I'll probably after we're done recording, I'll probably think of something like because yeah. like, when you make that many videos, like you just like whoa, it's just. So when you do your documentaries, where do you get um like your information from for the most part? I, I deep deep dive to like whatever I can. Well, most of, well, 
most of them so far have been my so the Zion one I had to deep dive in and find stuff like beyond beyond Wikipedia and things like that obviously uh but the other three that I have done are very opinion based so like I am my own source of information at that point so that's yeah. that's fun um I don't know when you do my next documentary uh because I kind of wanted to see like if things kind of clear up with the like, pandemic stuff so I can travel down and work with some other guys on something. Uh, I, I, I've considered making one about like NBA Twitter and that whole stratosphere things, but most of my information, like, it's like, like usually like when you read a college paper, like just kind of uh-huh. deep dive into it. Like, uh, which is fun, which is fun. Cause like, I think I, there's just things that you learn about these players that, and there's information you got to leave out as well, because I like, no. just want to make the video like this is a, doesn't doesn't flow. Um, but it, it, I think they've helped me. They've helped educate me on stuff. Oh, uh, that's what's up. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we appreciate you for coming on with us, bro. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Anytime, anytime. Welcome yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, yeah, Appreciate you. See you in the TL. Yes, sir.